Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0-Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 314. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Happy last regular season Monday. How crazy is that? We made it. Some of us a little little easier than others. Some of us are crawling to the finish line. Mm. And let me just take this this moment to to congratulate those who made it to this point without a team in the hunt. Whether their True. team was bounced That's... in May, yeah, July, or even last month, the fact that you're still here, you're still grinding it out, putting in that time, putting in that work. That's tough. I applaud you. Yeah. It's not easy, as I can imagine. So. Yeah, you don't you don't have that problem, but. No, I'm doing okay. Yeah, you're doing all right. Yeah. How are you doing? How's it how does it feel to have had your last birthday in your twenties? Makes me feel real old. Kinda lame, huh? <laughs> it sucks. I'll be honest with you. It's, yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't make me feel great. Went over yeah. saw the saw the family yesterday and dad was talking to me and he was like, Well, you might feel old, but I feel almost ancient. And I was like, well, <laughs> Cool. He's like, yeah. He's like, this <laughs> makes me feel real old. The fact that you're going to be 30 next year. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good to have something to look forward to. It's like, it's like Joey. Why? No, God. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> not me. The others, but not me. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I don't feel like I'm at my like peak either. I feel like. Everyone talks about being at your peak in your twenties. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel at my peak. I feel, I feel like peak was back a ways a little oh, bit. Oh, I thought you were going to go optimistic there. I thought you were going to be like, I still got no better years ahead of me. But you're saying, no, I, I think physically, it's definitely not right now. Oh, yeah, you know definitely I mean? not right now. Absolutely that ship, not. For, that ship for sailed a while ago. <laughs> many, many a year ago. Yeah. We might have wisdom. It's, it's kind of sad. We we might have wisdom to garner down the road, but physically we were tapped out. It that we we've seen that ship it sailed. Yeah. I I tweaked my ankle like a month ago and it's still I don't even know. I I don't even know. That's just what life is now. Just a tweaked ankle. That's that's kind of how Mets fans are feeling right now. Oh, (laughs) coming back down to earth. Whoops. Look, Uh, I'm not gonna say anything. I I told you we would be here. I didn't know in detail what it was gonna look like. I I couldn't give you the the specifics, but I said I just said, wait, just wait. And you're like, no, no, no. I mean, we're we're getting deeper into the season. What could pot? And I said, just wait, just wait. 
I mean, there's still like, what is, what is this current take that you have right now? How does it hold up if the Mets still make it to like the NLCS? Well, let me let me let me revisit this again because I still feel like there's some people unclear as to where I stand on this. As we all know, this entire season, really for probably ever, I've just been not a believer in the Mets. Rightfully so. They're not a team to so believe rightfully in. Rightfully so. Yeah. They're not a team to believe in. But as of what, maybe a month, month and a half ago, I did go on my my little rant there where I said, you know what? The Mets are real. The Mets are here to stay. And I have a confession to make. I was drugged that morning. <laughs> That's the only explanation as to why I would have said those things. Because mm-hmm. I didn't believe that. And in fact, I bet you if you go if you go back and look at the video footage, I probably have my fingers crossed somewhere, maybe out of frame, but they're they they have to be crossed somewhere because I would never say yeah. something like that. I would never believe in something like that. I believe that Meredith may have been on the other side of the camera with a gun pointed at you, and you were reading off a teleprompter. Oh, that's abs- probably what I can assume. That's. Probably what happened. I, I, admittedly, I can't remember because I was drugged and I was on the verge of a blackout. But yeah, yeah. it's really the only explanation because you were awfully lucid for being drugged. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking or saying at that moment in time. Sure, but look, sure. here we are. It, this was the series. This was the series where it was going to be determined. Sure, there's an outlet, there's an avenue for something to change. But the division's over. The Mets, they had a 10 and a half game lead. 10 and a half game lead. And now they're on the outside looking in for the division. And I'm hearing people saying, well, it wasn't a true collapse. The Braves just played great baseball. I would have believed that a little while ago, but maybe try to win one game in Atlanta. Just one. That's all I ask. Just one. If you want to call this a mini Met, did the Mets Met? Maybe not. Did they mini Met? Possibly. This is a slight Met for sure. This is definitely a slight Met. Yeah. And you can't tell me that there's a single Mets fan out there that's feeling the same kind of swagger that they were feeling two, three months ago. They're going. Oh no, they're, they're nervous. They're the Mets are the embodiment of that meme where the guy is just pissed, but he's got that smiling mask on and he's just yeah. pissed behind it. That's exactly what they're feeling right now, because they're going. Well, we still made it to the postseason. Congrats! You had a ten and a half game lead. You could have cakewalked to the division if you really wanted to but here we are the Braves stepped up and I don't want to go down this road again because Braves fans unbelievably so are feeling themselves (laughs) it's it's nauseating truthfully but look I I don't know what to tell you I was drugged 
I never believed in the Mets. That was never a thing. And you're seeing exactly why I said what I said play out in front of you right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's fair, I guess. I, 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 what do you want me to say? What do I, I can't sit here and defend the Mets. Like, this was bad. You had DeGrom, Scherzer, and Bassett. With a what one game lead? Let's say that let's let's run through that again. The Atlanta Braves beat Jacob DeGrom, they beat Max Scherzer, and they beat Chris Chris Bassett. I mean that's that's your that's your first three you're rolling out in a in a division and championship series, right? These are the additions you were you were touting. Great additions. I'll give you that. Yeah. But for the same reasons that and not to make this a Bryce Harper thing, but for the same reason people want to go after Harper last year, the way he finished up the season in Atlanta or towards the end of the season, it's like you didn't show up when you need to show up. You could say the same thing about these three individuals, and now you're looking at a wild yeah. card spot. I, I don't know what to tell you. This is huge. This was a huge series, and yeah, not so good. Not so good. What do you think Queens is like today? A lot of crime, I bet, going on in Queens today. I don't know what crime has to do with a lot any of, of a lot this. of met on met crime. I feel like just anger. I tell you what, man, I am. I I could not be more done with the Mets, man. I, like I think I mean, can we assume it's done? Because they're both playing the bottom feeders. The Mets have the Nationals. The Braves have the Marlins. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, Atlanta goes Miami. New York plays against the Nats. Um, I think it's either one if one team wins or one team or if the Mets lose or the Braves win it's it right I th- yeah yeah I guess I and mean, if yeah, it's it ends two game lead so and if it ends in a tie Atlanta wins the division because they have the series advantage season series advantage 10 to 9 so basically for the Mets to win the division they'd have the to win out the Braves, Braves have to lose out Braves only need one Braves only need one or the Mets to lose one <laughs> That's how it came down to it. The New York Mets are hoping that the Braves get swept by the Miami Marlins. They met it. There's no other way to say it. There's no other way to say it. I still think they're fine. I still think they're going to be okay. I still think they're probably going to make a decent run. But they met it. They did this to themselves. Yikes. I think what made it even sweeter for the Braves is they, with last night's uh, sweep win, gave them a hundred wins on the season. Mm-hmm. Like that's just poetry. Yeah, a little I'm, bit. If I'm being honest with you, a little bit. 
Like the Mets yeah. did not show up at all. Yeah. You put your best out there and you walk out of there with not a single win. Yeah. No, but it's fine. I'm being told that the Mets are going to be okay in the postseason. I'm told that this is a juggernaut, despite the reality I, that the Braves are now in okay. line to be the second team in the National League. I was told that it was Dodgers, Mets, <laughs> 50 feet of crap, and then everyone else. But here we are, three games left in the season, and we're looking at the Braves being the number two team in the National League behind the Dodgers. Again, that's the Braves. I didn't say the Mets. That's the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. So where does this leave us with the the apology letter? That That's what everybody wants to know. I basically feel like the only way you can deliver an apology letter at this point is if they make it to the World Series. Yeah, they really... They you know really I mean? lost some credibility with over over the weekend. Like they did. It was I was ready turn. to come to the table as an adult, but after this showing, like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to prove something to me. Yeah. I, I think yeah. They they have to I think ah, World Series is tough. So maybe would they ever line up for the Braves? I think winner of the of that. Uh, I believe as it round. stands right now, the Mets are in line to host the best of three wildcard series. The Braves would earn a first round bye. So the the Mets would be hosting the Padres, right? Uh, yeah. And then winner of that moves on to the Braves. And then the Dodgers are going to get that third place wildcard team. Right? Yeah. Is that how this works? I think. I would need to double check. The format's still get a, little, it. a little foggy. Yeah. Neither. It's a little tricky. Let's see. While you're doing that, let me play this voicemail because I don't want that to be lost here. Uh, we do have a voicemail. I meant to play it earlier in the episode, but. I don't want to get too deep into this thing without playing the voicemail. So let's uh, let's let's see what we got here. Hey, fellas, AJ Torres from Danbury, Connecticut. I know that Donnie Baseball is out for a manager in the Marlins organization, and I can't really blame him. I don't think anyone can, but I'm kind of looking where he can go, and the one thing that really just kind of, I guess you can say, sticks out is if you go over to Cleveland, I know the Yankee fan in me is saying, you know what, you shouldn't like this guy, but I don't mind him. Terry Francona, his health is in jeopardy and it's kind of in limbo. That said, with the team that only had a 7% chance of making the playoffs going into the season starting, is there a chance that Donnie Baseball comes in and steers the ship for Cleveland sometime? I don't know. Let me know what your thoughts are. Take it easy, guys. And go Donnie Baseball. Should be in the Hall of Fame. The old head stuck in the 1950s porked him. Take it easy. <laughs> Just the coolest. <laughs> Why are we even hosting this? 
I think he needs to be just talking for us. <laughs> we'll just send him. We'll just send him our scripts, and he can just be like an audio book. <laughs> People can just tune in and listen, listen for the audio. Oh, I love it. I'm all about it. Um, to answer the the just real quick. Uh, the Braves are are lined up to get the winner of the Cardinals Phillies. As of right now. Not right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that's right. We we mentioned yeah. that last episode. So Mets, Mets, Padres winner would go meet LA. So that means the Braves would not be seeing, if they get to see the Mets again, it would not be happening until the NLCS. But can the Mets make it through the Dodgers? Ooh. I don't know. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Donnie Baseball. Uh, I don't see him. I don't see him getting a job right away. This just kind of seems like this is the trend of those older managers, those old school managers where they, they take a few years off. And I think if he wants to stay relevant, he's probably going to get into some broadcasting. He's going to get into some MLB network stuff. This is just the way it always goes, right? He's probably going to be off for a year. He's going to, you're never going to hear from him for the next year. And then he's going to sneak into some other, you know, type of situation. Girardi, same boat. We saw it with Buck Showalter for years where he deserved uh, another manager job, but he didn't get one for a while. So it's like, I think this is how old heads are treated. You know? So I don't see him going anywhere. I don't see the Cleveland fit just because of how young they are. You know what I mean? Like you got a young team, and I feel like you gotta you gotta kinda get somebody that's that's a little more connected with the younger group. Like a younger manager is is easier to go with it. Um there's a lot of weirdness going around the like the White Sox, the Guardians, the Marlins, like you don't know what you're gonna be seeing next step wise. Who stepped in for the Guardians when Tito was out? Oh, it was uh I'm oh I'm blanking on his name. I know the name. It's gonna bug me. I see his face right now, but yeah, I can't I, I can't I, think of the I name. I see it too. Uh Carl Willis. It's not who I saw. That I don't know why I was thinking thought. somebody else. Yeah, that's exactly what I saw. Uh, I just, I feel like when younger teams kind of start to turn the corner and you feel like the, the best is ahead and they have somewhat of a clearer path of where they're going, right? Like the guardians, they're starting to put something together, right? Like the, you could tell they have pieces that are going to be a young core that could, you know, potentially stick up for them, you know, for each other and kind of be that guardian group that grew up together. You can see a little bit of that starting to happen. When that starts to happen, I feel like you hire within. You grab a, a minor league manager, somebody that knows these kids for the last few years and has that that trust and connection already. And then they, you know, I think it's a hire within situation for the guardians. As far as next landing spot for Donnie Baseball, I don't know. Philly? Yeah, I don't know why that came to mind immediately, but possibly. But do you run into a 
a similar Joe Girardi situation. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Kansas City? Uh, I could see a little of that. I could see a little of that. Yes, I feel like they're they're further away than the Guardians, you know? With that, that's with the assumption that Matheny's out, right? I mean, he's... I would... Yeah. I think, yeah. I would, I would go out on that limb. Yeah. What about the Marlins? What do they do? Higher within? Same thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I don't know how to feel about the Marlins. I do have... We do have the Marlins to thank, though, for taking it to the Brewers this weekend. So that that solidified. I mean, what is that at now? Like we we could not have between. painted a better picture for that. We said, or you said, I should say, that um, like imagine being inspired by Brewers baseball, and then they go they play the Marlins at home and lose mm-hmm. what three of four, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. three of you know, four to the Marlins, two back from the Phillies for that third wild card spot. Unreal. So so we've been back and forth on the Marlins this year. Admittedly a lot a lot more negative as of late, but just want to give a little shout out to the Marlins for doing what they needed to do to make the Phillies dreams come true. Uh let's let's stick here with the NL East for just a little bit longer here. Uh we do have a hot take highlight from uh our chalkboard group. If you're not on chalkboard already, what are you doing? I mean, like, don't you want to hang out with us? Yeah, little. It's we've explained it. It if you're into sports betting, it's a great place for it. But if you're not into that, and you just want to chat, you just want to chat with the boys, chat with some other baseball fans. Yeah, trust me, the group chat that's in there, they're all pretty sick of each other. We need to sprinkle all, in some new blood already. I mean, they're yeah. I mean, you want to talk about blood, like people are going for blood in, in some yeah. of these group chats. Yeah. It gets, Get in uh, there. Also, if you're, because uh, we're going to run through these hot takes, a couple here. If you're not well, just super one. comfortable doing the voicemail route, if you don't like your voice, if you don't, if you don't have the confidence to do it, hit up the hot takes in chalkboard. Throw a little, throw a little action in there. We also have a questions for the pod, yep, channel in there. So if you want to communicate with us, basically what we're saying is, it's chalkboard or bust. If you're not using it by the end of the week, you're dead to me. Someone had to say it. You want to talk about a hot take? <laughs> Some, someone had to come out and just be honest about it. That's, and you know that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Look, end of the week. I mean, the po- the postseason starts at the end of the week, and if you're not on board, I'm um, I'm sorry. What, what are you doing? You're gonna have to just wait. watching alone. You watching at home, and your and your wife is just like, "When is this game supposed to be over? I got to start dinner." You know, and then you you're just alone. You're sitting in that alone, or or you download chalkboard using the link in our bio. Come talk to the boys that are in a similar position. Yeah, because at that at that point you'll have standing an out. Your ground. 
You'll exactly. have an out. If you're just watching a game by yourself, you're like, ah, man, I guess Watch I got to help with dinner. I got to help with the dishes. But at least you have an out. You can blame us. You'd be like, sorry, babe. Got to gotta keep up with the chat with, with the boys while this game's on because this is can't miss baseball and it's can't miss conversation with Kyle and Nate and the rest of yeah. the, the three out yeah. fam. So link in the bio. Simple as that. You'll see it. Um, but with that said, one of the one of the hot takes uh, recently submitted on here was from James, uh, username Let's Go Fish, self-proclaimed Marlins fan. He says the Braves won't make it past the division series. I for one. So am like shocked. we talked about. I for one am shocked they, that this would come from a Marlins fan, but yeah. <laughs> like we talked about, barring any weird scenarios in these last three games, um they're set to line up against winner of Cardinals Phillies. If they get the Cardinals, it's a good matchup. If they get the Phillies, I I think they're that's a sweep scenario. Right? Like, they know him so well. Even if the Phillies find a way to pull that out against the Cardinals. Which I don't see happening. I gotta be honest. I think the Braves are going back to the World Series. Oh my, okay. Yeah. Well, you can say, I mean... Well, nothing to say at this point. You've already let the cat out of the bag. I was going to say we have to do our postseason bracket predictions we do. next yeah. episode, but I guess you've already you've already alluded to half of your bracket. So no, I mean I, I just good. said I think right now I didn't do any research. I didn't. This isn't That's a true. final. That's this isn't true. a final answer. Nothing's written in stone right now. You can right. I'll, I'll allow it if you want to make. If a anybody watched who wants to be a millionaire growing up. You got to have the option for final answer. I didn't give a final answer yet. I'm just talking, just thinking out loud. Nobody freak out. By the way, the AL is set. If you want to yep. want to run through that at some point today. Oh, we'll get into that. The AL we'll get is officially that. good to go. That's... Whew. But before um, we do that, you mentioned... Stoked. You mentioned Phillies. Let's talk Phillies. Now that the Met... You mentioned the AL field being set. The Mariners have ended the drought. Again, we'll get into that in just a minute. Next yeah. longest drought, Philadelphia Phillies, 11 years. They went into, into D.C. this weekend in a rainy, muddy, messy D.C. I can speak from experience. I was here. And they took three or four from the Nationals. Just a reminder, the Brewers dropped three or four from the Marlins. Yeah, yikes. I got a little note here. It says, entering their four-game series with the Nats, the Phillies had lost 10 of their last 13 games, holding a half-game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers. Phillies I mean, they clutched up. The Phillies, what do. Phillies will clinch a wild-card spot with their next win or Brewers loss. I think we're, I think we're good to go, right? What do the Brewers say. have? Let's let's check the books here. They got the Diamondbacks, who have not been a pushover. They have not. They have not been a pushover. 
Ooh, but the Phillies have Houston. Yeah, but in Houston. I feel like is it like a this is this is like a C lineup kind of yeah. situation for Houston, right? Yeah, I'll take I I'm I'm not going to say I'm going to take a Houston B or C lineup, but I'm also not going to write them off either going yeah. up against Philly. Yeah. I think um I think they get they only need one, right? Just need one. I think they get one. And I think the I mean if Brewers... you want to get swept and the Brewers manage to lose one, you're still in the clear. So Right. Right. I think the Diamondbacks are going to say, let's go play spoiler. And Houston is like, we have bigger fish to fry. I don't even care about the Phillies. We'll never see them. And let's just get our guys right. So, no. Give me, give me Phillies getting one. Probably a lost, lost two out of three type of stumble into the postseason. And then uh classic Philly fashion. I think I think Brewers get one, but it's too late. It's gonna be late in the series. Brewers. <laughs> Adorable. Adorable. What is what like what kind of race was this? I was way hyped. It wasn't a for this it, additional postseason spot, and this is lame. It wasn't a race; it was a stumble. It was a postseason stumble. That's what you get. This is what we talked about at the beginning of the year, right? This is what we talked about. When you add in a third team and you start creeping into NBA status, where you're letting half the league into the postseason, this is what you get. You get bad baseball from mediocre teams down the stretch, and they stumble into the postseason. On the other side. Say what you will about the Mariners. I think they do belong in the postseason. This wasn't like a last spot Mariners got it kind of thing. The AL East was stupid good. And the Houston Astros look like a world beater at the top of their division. The Astros are dominating the AL West, right? So the Mariners aren't the same category. But you look at the NL side. Are we really three days down the stretch here? Three days left, and we're talking about the Phillies and the Brewers. I couldn't be less into those series. I'm not watching a single pitch of either of those series. I'm just waiting for the final score to come across my feed. That's it. Bad baseball from bad teams, and whoever gets the Cardinals, whether it's the Phillies or the Brewers, are going to hit a buzzsaw. That's the way I see it. At least on the AL side, you can say the Mariners coming out of that spot. Kind of believe in it a little bit. The Blue Jays kind of believe in it a little bit. The Phillies? The Brewers? Ew. Philly fans aren't even believers in Phillies. They're all Eagles right now. The Eagles are 4-0. They're all Eagles. They have officially written off the baseball season if you live in Philadelphia. So don't even talk to me about the Phillies doing anything. 
I just want to see a Bryce, Har- Bryce Harper show and I typical other Philly I'm letdowns. S- I'm so on That's board with the Phillies. I mean, who else am I pulling for at this point? I know you. You really gotta. You gotta hope. And that's that. not just like a a recent thing. Like I go oh, yeah. back to spring training. I told you, and I've I've referenced this text. I texted you and I said, "There's something about Why this Philly team Cardinals? that gives me the warm and fuzzies." Why don't you go Cardinals? That's boring. We've talked about it. they're the Wonder Bread team of baseball, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just what. That's who they are. It's the Cardinal way. They brand you, that. Um... But it's just like. Ugh. So you're saying you said it since spring training that the Phillies are are that warm and fuzzy team that you're going for on the NL side. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna look this up because I've referenced this, but I've I've just kind of beaten around the bush as to what I said. But I'm gonna find this. I I feel like I supported you in that statement. I feel like I said a you little did. something some as well. What a letdown, though. What a letdown. I was hoping for like a three team race at the top of this division. It's just bad baseball. Yeah, not great. All right, here we go. Here it is. Not going to lie. Saturday, March 19th at 1.01 p.m. Not going to wow. lie, dot, dot, dot. I'm kind of feeling it with the Phillies for this season. And you said, same, dude. I think you could have delivered that a little bit better, but. You're right. I didn't I didn't give the full effect. You said same dude. Ha ha. It was probably like same dude. No, there was no like extra ease. No. There was no exclamation points. You literally said same dude. Um ha ha. Yeah, whatever. <sighs> Trash. But do you do you, boo-boo? You got nothing else going on. I get it. You got to pick a team. I'll give you I'll give you that. I, I don't remember ever hearing you support this team throughout the season, but you do you. You do you. Are you for real? I I How many don't times remember the- any okay. Phillies no. No, 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 throughout no. the year. How many times this season have I said, we need Bryce Harper in the postseason? Yeah, who I agree does Bryce with you. Harper play for? I agree with you, but that's it. You've been a Bryce Harper supporter, sure. But in order for him to do that by default, in order for him that, to make it into the postseason no other, by default, been no the Phillies have to take him there. There's been no other statements. Prove to me that you are now a Phillies fan. Run me through their game one lineup. You want me to? I'll show you. I'm a Phillies fan. You want me to light this Mets merch on fire? A game one lineup. (laughs) You want me to light this Mets merch on fire that you sent me? I'll do it. Run me through to the delight of Phillies and and Braves fans. I'll do it. Run me through it. Come on. I'll do it. What do you got? All right, leading off. Uh, I know he I know he can't play in the field, but you got Bryce Harper hitting one. Second. You got Bryce Harper hitting two. 
<laughs> Fill out the rest of the middle of the lineup with Bryce Harper, and then I just told you make it work seven eight nine. <laughs> I don't need to give you the the score All sheet. All I'm saying is that you are claiming that you're a season long Philly supporter. <laughs> when in reality, I said I wanted to see Bryce the Phillies Harper in the supporter. postseason. I'm not going to sit here and read off stats for one through nine <laughs> and their rotation. All right. All right. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Uh, Go Phils. <laughs> Go Phils. I don't need that Wonder Bread Cardinals nonsense. Give me the give me the that, nose that to the little, grindstone, uh, that gritty Philly ball. That little ceremony yesterday didn't give you any any warm and fuzzies on the cardinal side. Oh, it gave me the warm and fuzzies. It gave me the warm and fuzzies. That was cool. Uh, but I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to talk about I want to talk about the uh the Mariners. I mean, they did it in fashion. Speaking the reason I want to talk about our boy, our boy Dave. Knocked it out of the park again. Again. The only reason I, I want to talk Mariners now Sheesh. is because you mentioned teams to follow in the postseason. And this is a, a fan favorite amongst baseball fans, I would say. Mm-hmm. For teams that yeah. or for fans that don't have a team in the hunt, this is what many are calling it's America's true. team. It's true. It's very valid. Very valid. They're tired of seeing the Astros, right? I think everyone is. Everyone hates the Yankees. Um, and, I mean, no one cares about Cleveland. Literally, nobody. Except Cleveland. Cleveland is very much like us against the world. Yeah. Which I respect. Yeah, they, you got to take it. that. But, I mean, it's not like it's not like they chose. That was chosen for them. If the Mariners aren't in this postseason, are the Guardians America's team? There's a little bit of a better underdog story, I think. Yeah, let's look at the let's look at the field here. Just so I can visualize it. So we got the Yankees, we got Toronto, we got Tampa, Cleveland, Houston, Seattle, Atlanta, the Mets, the Cardinals, Dodgers. Padres and presumably the Phillies. Yeah, I think by default. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, no one else really fits the bill for me. I mean, the Rays, like, no one respects the Rays. It's just, it's the organization, the stadium. It's just like, I'll be honest with you for being good with development and stuff. Right. And for me, I'm just waiting till that whole system dies out. I know it's like it's it's like cool. You, you you're making do with what you got, and you're finding yeah. a way to make it work. But we're just waiting for you to kind of go away because you're you're really just a thorn in everybody's side, right? And no one likes rooting for you because you're no. like you're like anti baseball. It's weird. It's weird. And Blue Jays. You know, I mean, I don't know. You can't really be America's team in Toronto, so they're out. They could if they wanted to be. I guess if they wanted to be. Especially in today's day and age, you can be whatever you want to be. 
I no, guess. Let's not, let's not get let's not go down that road. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, Cleveland kind of has that just like super disrespected route all year. I will say though, whoever runs their social media, the Guardians. If you didn't know any better, you would think that the Guardians are made up of like nine MVP caliber players because, again, whoever runs their social media will let you know. Yeah. They're like, they're, they've tweeted, I've seen so many tweets before where it's been like, there's really no other possible option for fill in the blank. And they, they just yeah. fill it with an award. And it's like, well, yeah. no. There are plenty of other options, and in fact, the guy that you're saying is the winner of this award, who's on your team, yeah. isn't going to win the award. So, but I respect the I respect the the Cleveland yeah. versus the world approach. I guess. I guess. And they won ninety games, man. Uh, Season done. I'm not over going yet. down this road again. No, we don't have to go. I'm just stating a fact. I think. Uh... It, I mean, the, the only other teams you're looking at, like the Padres, I feel like the Padres are the, this is just the world's most expensive first round exit. That's what we're looking at in San Diego. Let's be real. That's a quote card if I've ever heard it. Send it. Let everybody know. Now you're worried about it. The most expensive first round exit, San Diego Padres. Because you spent all this money, traded away so many players, and then you take the gut punch in the in the PR department for what Tatis did. And you're not good. Yeah, I don't feel if I'm being honest, I don't feel any differently about this this Padres team from last year's Padres team. I feel more confident that the Brewers are going to sneak in <laughs> last spot okay. than the Padres are going to going to be doing anything out of, the, of worth, out of the first worth round. Note. Yeah, there's just no way. There's no way the Mets are going to just absolutely shove them to the side. One hundred percent. I mean, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Because again, this isn't this isn't final answer stuff. This isn't final answer stuff. I I will not submit my final answer. We'll see Thursday, millionaire. We'll see Thursday. Uh, No, we're back to the back to the Mariners here. The drought's over. Yeah. And look, I'll be first to admit. First thought when it happened. Well, they needed they needed that extra wild card spot to do it. No, no. Mm-hmm. No, no. They're currently the second wild card team. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And the uninspiring... Tampa Bay Rays hold the third mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. So, the, granted, the Brewers of the East, some may say. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing it. I'm 
it's it's making its way around out here. It's made some rumblings. Uh, I mean, granted, that could change by the end of the year, but as it stands right now, the Mariners are getting in as a second wild card team. So credit to them, making me eat crow. The, the and the way they did it, giving me like oh seven Rockies vibes. That's a great comp. I mean, the way they the way they got in was yeah. just. I mean, it would have it would have been rather disappointing if they would have gotten in, backing in the door somehow with a yeah. with a loss from somebody else or whatever yeah. it may have been. But you go you go in on a walk off home run from Cal Raleigh, a pinch hit home run. I might add. Yeah. That shit that, looked like a party too. That moves the needle for old. They KC. were partying. Oh, they were. They yeah. Knew. They knew. It was Dave dropped. Stuff. Dave dropped the hey now, hey now, hey now again on us. I feel like there's a lot of special stuff coming out of Seattle. And I think you're right. Having the support of everybody else that doesn't have a dog in the hunt, or maybe the NL side of of people are kind of rooting for the for the Mariners. I mean. I like it. I like it. They have a crazy good bullpen. They bolstered their rotation. I think Robbie Ray it has an opportunity to just kind of like wash away this year. You know what I mean? Very mediocre year coming off of Cy Young. So it's like you have an opportunity to just erase that and just come dominate like in the postseason. This is your new season. I think a lot of things are lined up well for the Mariners. And the Blue Jays just seem very uninspired. Well, I don't know you if know I'd say mean? that. I mean, granted, they're playing the Sox, but I mean, they put up some numbers. I think they're, they're capable they're of doing it. stuff, but it's just like they looked flat against the Yankees last week. Real flat and boring and uninspired. Like, if they don't hit, they're not going anywhere. They don't have enough pitching. I'll say this. I'm not writing the Blue Jays off. But I'm not getting this whole, you saw the trailer, now get ready for the movie. I'm not. I I could not be less intimidated by this version of this team that you're putting out before us. I would agree. Yeah. You guys might do something small, but I'm not. You're not the world beaters that you're. What's crazy is that it's just for. a feel. You know what I mean? Because if you look on paper, they're a real good ball club on paper. But it's just there's there's not that same type of energy. I'm just I'm not getting it. You know what I mean? I'm just not getting it from them. So I I like the Mariners on making a little run here. I like Let's that. See it. Um, but they're gonna line up with the. Don't they line up with the, uh, yeah, they line up Blue Jays. Rays are going to line up with Cleveland. I mean, it's, I love the idea of Seattle going to Houston for the ALC, uh, ALDS on that side. And I, I like that. I think that's the only way to prove that you're real. If you're the Mariners, you have to go beat up your older brother in the division. You know what I mean? If you do that, I don't see anybody beating you. 
but they could also be that team that like treats that like that's their World Series, you know. I could see a little bit of that action going on. Yeah, I see that. Well, I like that. I like that. I'm going to need them to to win the first round. I need I need a Houston Seattle series, best of seven situation. Need that. You know what I that need? Is the best of seven, right? Am I losing my mind? What? ALDS best of seven. Yeah. No, ALDS is best of five. Five. Best of five. I thought. Yeah, that in changed. my head, I was like, that doesn't sound right, but you sounded confident, and I was like, so we go three, five, seven, seven. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be real tough. Uh, so here's the thing. I think I may have heard a knock at the door, and I need to go check that. But in the meantime, you want to tell people about Big League Chew. Yeah, I'm right. with it. Tell them about uh, tell them about your the process of getting those those pictures for National Chewing Gum Day. The process. Get out of here. Go. Just tell. Beat them. it. I'll be right back. Making up some story. I don't even know. It's it was I was chewing I was chewing gum and I blew a bubble. I did, however figure out how to use the timer on my camera, which I didn't really know was a thing. Maybe I'm kind of late to the game there. Which makes me think, I got one of those offers from Verizon that was like, trade in your phone for the new 14, right? And I'm like, you know, do I need it? Do I need it? If I don't even know how to use the timer on my camera, do I even deserve the iPhone 14? Probably not. But I digress. Um, I'll run I'll run you through the ad one more time. And I'll show that my phone isn't even a part of this. Because we're going off of memory one more time. Just to run it back for those who didn't catch it last week. Founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson. Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum, head to Big League Chew's social media channels, at Big League Chew on Twitter, at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram. I do recommend checking them out on TikTok as well. To show off your Big League Bubbles, and you can find a list of retailers to purchase any of their products directly from their website at BigLeagueChew.com. Big League Chew, BLC. Just ran through the whole thing again based on memory. Goat me now. Perfect timing. How did it go? It went great. Uh, we, had a, we had a good talk, good chat. So there's nobody at the door. It's just the college kids downstairs just being mm. nuisances. I'm t- mm. I'm really turning into that old man. You are. I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Knocked over your trash cans. Man. Um, yeah. Where are we at? So you told me about Big League Chew. Uh, we talked. I did. We. I mean, I had a note here to talk Padres clinching, but I mean, I feel like you kind of just I mean, married I just, them before just they bury them real quick? got off yeah. the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, really, is there any point in even talking about it? I mean, 
you have them quote being the most expensive first round exit. So yeah, I, yeah. With that said, why do we need to even address the fact that they clinched? I agree. I mean, are they really hyped in San Diego? Are fans that hyped? Are they that excited about this? Are they that confident? What has Soto done since he's been a Padre, by the way? I'm going to look this up. Because I'm just not, I'm not getting any, any warm and fuzzies over here on this side. Like, at all. This will be the first trip to the postseason in a full season for the first time since 2006. As a Padre for 50 games, Juan Soto sitting 244, an OPS of 799, six home runs, 16 RBIs. So I ask again, who's hyped? Here's the real question that we should be asking. Even with the the buzz in San Diego the last couple of years, do they still really care about baseball? What do you mean? Like the Padres fans, even with the recent success, do they do they care about ba- like or I shouldn't say Padres fans, I should say San Diego as a whole. Does like San Diego really care about baseball? Or is it still just this place you go to enjoy yourself, catch some some good weather? It's not necessarily what I'm saying to be the case. I'm just asking. I think what the case is when you live in places like that, if your team loses, it's like, well, at least we have gorgeous weather and we're still here chilling. But if you're talking like Northeast... Northwest, and it's cold and chilly and wet. That's what I'm saying. You got the big bullpen jackets on, and then you lose. You that hits that. different. You feel that, that hits in your soul different because now is why you're I, just cold and depressed. Which is why I ask you. You say you think they're going to be the most expensive first round exit, and it's like if that happens, I, I mean. What's what's the period of depression, quote, depression going to be for Padres fans? Like a couple days? It's like, all right, yeah. well. Yeah, because. Guess, guess we're going to the beach this weekend. Yeah, because they're just going to sit there and be like, well, I mean, the Mets are a different different planet this year. That's what that's what you're going to hear San Diego Padre fans say. So. Nobody is saying that except Mets fans. I think give it give it a couple days. The Mets got to build back up, get going a little bit again. Who better to beat up on than the than the Nats? And then again, who's I'm not scared of the, the Padres at all. All right, you've made your you've made your thoughts known on the Padres very clear. Some say the Brewers of the West. <laughs> Some say that it, Some it has been that. said. I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who are the Bre- the Brewers of the, the East? Rays. The Rays, the are Rays, the Brewers, Brewers of the, of the East. East. Yeah, <laughs> some say the Brewers of the West. That's right. Yeah, I'm all about it. 
Uh, Tony LaRusso expected to announce his retirement. It should be any moment if he hasn't done it already. He's still sleeping. All right. Well, there's not going to be LaRusso slander here. So I'm just going to make that clear <laughs> right out of the gate. It's been a year long Tony LaRusso slander home base here. Yeah, this is like Tony the Rooster Slander HQ. <laughs> Only the warranted slander. Only the warranted slander. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing about health stuff. I don't care about that. No, no, like, no. But I'm saying like dating back to dating back to like his hire. Like you mm-hmm. want to rewind it back that far. Like we were still, we were like in his corner. We're like, all right, let's just wait before we just totally want to blow the just whole team wait. up. Just wait it yeah. out and see. Wins the division. Granted, they lose out in the ALDS. But, like, I don't know. I can understand where the frustration comes from as White Sox fans because you're like, we, we're, we're capable of so much more. But really, up until all this nonsense started happening, I was, I was in Tony's corner. But then it all, it all went out the window. You're, you, started, you intentionally walk multiple guys when you've got them yeah. down to two strikes. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're dozing off in the first inning of a game, literally the first inning of a game. I mean, it's just not, you can't defend that. And like, I'm, it's really unfortunate with, with all the health and everything, but I, I truly think for both Tony and the organization moving forward, this is the best decision. And, and I don't think you can really make an argument otherwise. He's making old guys look bad. So just making senile decisions. Well, it's just, it's, it's bad when you, when you look up Tony LaRusso's career. You you just type in Tony Larusa, yeah. and it always starts with Hall of Fame manager Tony Larusa. The man yeah. is in the Hall of Fame already. Yeah, yeah, and is still is still managing. Usually, it's the other way around. Yeah, usually you do what you do, and then you get the honor. But, but he this said, is what he's "I'm going to get the honor, by. and then I'm going to go back." That's the problem. This is what he's going to be remembered for for our generation and the generation below us. This is how he's going to be remembered. What's the Batman quote? You you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the, the villain, right? That's villain numero uno in Chicago. Again, you have it all down on paper. That team's a good team. There was a disconnect there. Big disconnect. And yes, it does come like the the players have to accept some of that that responsibility for being an underwhelming team and underperforming this year. But there was a disconnect, and when the fans feel it, I feel like the fans are always the last ones to feel it. You know what I mean? You get the front office, you get the clubhouse, you get the players. They're all feeling it. And that's an internal thing. When you start to see that internal feeling creep out and fans and media start picking up on it, there's no putting that that cat back in the bag. There's no way. That's what happened. And they were doomed. As soon as that happened, they were doomed. And then you begin to question every single decision Tony LaRusso makes. While your ball club is playing under, you know, playing under their their caliber. Yeah, it, it gets to the point if you're Tony Larusa, where if you make so many 
I'll just say it. Boneheaded decisions. Walking guys with, with intentionally walking guys with two strikes. If if you do things like that so frequently, yeah. You get to a point as a manager where you can't impress your fans, you can't impress your organization, you can't impress the baseball world because yeah. they're just hoping that you do enough to meet status quo to 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 do the bare minimum. Because you've dug yourself in such a hole to where it's like, okay, now he's making adequate decisions. He's making yeah. sensible decisions. This is as right. good as it gets. You can't go out there and try to out outwit or outmanage another club. Because whether it's in your own head or just the, the perception of the, the fans that are watching your games, you're fighting an uphill battle and you're yeah. trying to just do the bare minimum to make yourself not look like an idiot. Right, and if you think about like the example of intentional walking, if you think of that as an example, especially in the middle of a count, especially with two strikes, what does that do? I mean, that just immediately shows you have zero confidence in your guy on the mound. And if you have zero confidence in your guy on the mound, and that's visible, and it's multiple times with multiple pitchers, that is a disconnect that guy had no pulse on the clubhouse at right. all and like if you're trying to give the appearance that you're in tune with with numbers and analytics and all that because that was his response was it's like, just like buzzwords right yeah those it's are like buzzwords it, for those older managers now if you yeah. can admit that you're open to analytics you're gonna get hired that's that's basically what these older managers have to say. They're forced right. to say that they're open to analytics just to get hired. And that's what I'm saying. It's like if, if that's your way of showing that you're open to it is by saying, well, look at what the numbers say. Find a different way to show it. Yeah. Like there are other ways to show that you're open to analytics, your defensive alignment, your 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 batting order. Mm -hmm. Change something else. Don't don't make this your example. Be like, well, I did it. Yeah, I I listened and followed uh, followed the analytics. That there's there are other ways, Tony. There are other ways, and you know that you're a Hall of Fame man, manager. Come my on, man managed by Braille this year. No bueno. Terrible. Um, Shohei Otani, one year, thirty million dollar contract extension, largest given to an arbitration eligible player. What do we think here? Still gets dealt. He's still going to get dealt. If the Angels are smart, he's going to get dealt. And they'll eat a third of this. That's the way I see it. You know? It, 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 one, I mean, this arbitration stuff. So it's like he wasn't going anywhere anyway. This had to happen. I I see I see a possible sign and extend kind of thing, trade and extend. So this ha this is going to be a long drawn out talk, similar to what we got with Soto. I don't I don't see it happening quickly. I don't see it happening. You know what I mean? Like I I think there's going to be a list. It's going to be a list of teams that are in the hunt, and then it starts to narrow down after a few months. If the Angels are smart, they'll start their season with him. 
and you know use that just because why not right that sells tickets and did you say tickets i did it's fine i was just asking if you said tickets all right cool just wanted to make sure yeah that's fair uh yeah so I, it's I see the this answer to all your ticket trade. needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans of friends and family to coming. make it to an upcoming game or concert? Are you looking for tickets? Are you looking for tickets? Are you looking for tickets? Are you even looking months ahead to net on a date? Are you? Tickets I saw. With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concerts, shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. It's all you got to do to save some of that. One single credit card swipe tap or insert to the value of $20. Enter promo code 3 take. That's our social handle at checkout. <laughs> Do you agree? Do you see anything differently folding out for the Angels and Shohei? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I can't make sense of anything at the Angels, too. It, I, I, I truly am baffled by the way that they run the organization. Yeah. And like I know I know people are like, well, the the bit is old, like it's tired, like come up with some new material for the Angels. It's like until they can show me that they can do something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's it's not a bit. It's reality. Yeah. What have the Angels done? Yep. How many times have we seen Mike Trout in the postseason? How many times have we seen Shohei in the postseason? It's all it all goes back to what they do, the philosophy that they run that organization by. And it just doesn't work. It's all lined up. I'm telling you, it's all lined up because what 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 has the argument been for Shohei on the MVP side of things this year? Right? Like if he pitches and if he hits for a full year, he will be in the MVP conversation because no one else is doing that. So he's going to be in the MVP talk all beginning of next year, maybe halfway through. Angels are going to fizzle out. They're going to be 15 games back by by trade deadline. And they're going to ship him out of there. And then he's going to continue to be an MVP for his new team. And he's probably going to win MVP next year. There you go. And he's going to sign an extension before the award. There's my full prediction for Shohei for the next 365 days. Well, it'd be like 365 and Three, some change. Well, it'd be like 380, 3, 390. Yeah. Because yeah. of the awards. Yeah. Yeah. There's your 390 day Shohei prediction. There you go. Mark there it down. Go. Here to here first. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I couldn't even give you a guess as to what they do. They, what do you, you have said a landing sound, spot? It for sounds them? good. No, because it's such a unique situation that you can't even really look at a team and be like, well, what are their needs? Because Shohei fits so many. Right. And you also have to look at the potential contract down the pipe that's inevitably coming. And it's like, okay, well, who can even sniff that? Who's willing to sniff that? Right. It's just, I don't know. It's just not your typical like free agent discussion. If the Giants miss out on Judge. I could see a little Shohei action in San he would, Francisco. Yeah, he would fit in really well with that organization, I feel like. I mean, he'll fit in 
Yeah. I, I think there's there are few teams that he wouldn't fit in well with. Yeah. I think he wants to stay uh, West Coast. I, I yeah. see that just yeah. because of the fact that, like, Japan, I, I'm not totally sure. You can fact check me on the time zone difference and everything, but I'm pretty sure they're able to watch his games in Japan because he's on the East Coast or the West Coast. And I think he chose West Coast initially for that reason. I think he stays. Stays West Coast, yeah. I think he stays West Coast. I could see it. The Giants make sense. If they miss out on Judge, I think I think the Giants would make sense. There's another another little little sprinkle of seasoning to that prediction pot. There you go. You're welcome. Wait. Prediction to the what? Oh, to the pot. Seasoning to, to the, the prediction pot. pot. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said pop because I was going to segue into uh, Albert Pujols' 701st home run, and I was going to say, well, speaking of pop, I just want to, like I said, I wanted to give you, before we hopped on, I wanted to give you a platform a whole lot to, of address, juice, huh? to address 701 because, look, I'm sorry. Again, going back to the whole bit discussion, like if you want to call this a bit, if you want to call this a uh, a skit that we've milked out that's fine but you cannot go back and look at 701 from albert rules and tell me that there was not something a little questionable going on there there's no way dude out in front and if you listen to the video that sounds like a broken bat and we're going big mac land third deck on his front foot, bottom half gone. Off and you're telling you're telling me Albert of old here is 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 getting that? There's no way, dude. There's no way. That's not juice. Old man Albert? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so either. I'm just just I, I'm tired of I'm tired of saying it. I apologize. I wrote my letter. You did. It was no, official. That's fine. that's fine. I dressed up. And look, it makes sense. It makes Pool sense. Pujols is still a Hall of Famer, despite it, what's what these comments are. He's still a legend. <laughs> still good. one of the greatest right-handed hitters of all time. But these balls are juice. Good on Major League Baseball, because they've had some pretty idiotic oversights in the last few years. Good on Major League Baseball for sticking to the narrative, though, with this. Mm-hmm. and not swapping back regular baseballs. Because at that point, you just blow the cap off the whole thing. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, Albert ended his yeah, career. Yeah, he's going to stand there pimping one, and it's going to be caught at the track because he's going to be like, huh. Not even. He's going to end his that career that kind of with, barrel before, that was going 480. No, he would end his career going three for 60 with 45 rollovers to third base. That's that. That would be the ultimate indicator right there. But good on Major League Baseball for saying, no, we're going to stick to this. We're going to see it through. We're going to give him 703, maybe even 704 by the time it's all said and done. And we're going to we're gonna put a nice bow on this thing for Albert. So good good for Major League Baseball for not missing that because that, that could have been an easy slip up. That's good. That's good awareness. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah. That's all I got left. Uh, that's I, can't, all. I can't dig in on that anymore. <laughs> you you've done your fair share. You've you've said your piece. Yeah. 
that's really all I got. Um, last, last episode of the regular season. Yeah. That's wild. Next episode will be, I mean, talk about a season that just, I feel like flew by. I feel like it's been a little bit longer. I feel like it's a little bit longer than what I'm used to. Yeah. I kind of lose track to be honest with you. It's, I feel like it's been a long, a long one. I'm excited though. This postseason is going to be a lot of fun. And I know that I've been talking noise about like those last teams sneaking in. I like the new format. I think, I think it's going to be good. And I like the advantage that it provides those other two division winners. I think that's the biggest thing for me. The advantage that first and, and second seed get. And the other guys are going to be in their fourth and fifth spot in the rotation. By the time they're game two of the ALDS or NLDS. I, I like that. That's a that's a big battle. And it made that series with the Braves and Mets even more meaningful. So, bravo. A rare, rare Manfred dub. Yeah. It pro- yep. Let's be honest, it wasn't even his idea, so I don't even know. No. Whoever no. I need to give credit to, please let me know. Because <laughs> yeah. I know it wasn't him. Old Bobby Manfred ain't getting the credit there. Other than that, though, uh, that's all I got. Cool. Good stuff. Get on chalkboard. Like I said, just get your head out of your rear. Come hang out with us. It's pretty simple. I'm going to start blocking you on Instagram if you don't start messaging me there. Let's just put it that way. Don't go chasing curveballs when you're doing that, though, I guess. You know, I'm trying to be positive. Don't go chasing curveballs. Let's go. Let's go. Postseason baseball. Here we go. Get geared up. Get fired up. Talk to me, Casey. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until the postseason, stay filthy.